Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Why, hello, hello, Yins guys, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I am your main bitch, Kim, and happy Thirsty Thursday. Yas, and Yins guys, I have to say, we have made it. We have made it to a point in Bravo right now that things are ending, such as Southern Charm finale tonight, Beverly Hills finale next week. And uh, we have a list of the new shows coming up. Obviously, we got my gals from Potomac, October 9th. It's coming pretty soon. Uh, I can't get here soon enough, though. We also have Ultimate Girls Trip 2 that I saw premiering October 14th. And uh, I already saw all that. So I probably will skip that. Or if I'm bored, I'll watch it. But We've already heard my thoughts with that. It was a great season. Yes, Phaedra, Dorinda was not your best. So that's coming up. And then also, let me see, let me see. Oh, duh. Salt Lake City premiered the other day. Ooh, it is going to be so good. As I said before, Jen Shaw definitely looks more like Jessica Rabbit this season because I'm pretty sure she had worked on. I don't know if you guys looked at her ass, but it was definitely a lot fuller than I remember it being. But she looks great. I think she got her boobs done too because they looked a lot larger than normal. Not saying that I really like paid so much attention to Jen Shaw's anatomy, but clearly I feel like it's easy to notice. Kind of like whenever Dr. Wendy had all that shit done to her as well. But love you too, Dr. Wendy. We'll see you October 9th. (sighs) So yeah, I'm pretty sure like the summer, the summer seasons of Bravo shows are coming to an end. So we are getting ready for our winter shows. Now, with the past episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I have to tell you, Yins guys, been going online this morning. Yes, it's Thursday morning, love. And I've been seeing a lot of, um, you know, for lack of a better word, hatred towards Lisa Rinna, okay? Now, if you guys saw the episode last night, Lisa was kind of coming at Kathy and saying, you know what? You're trying to get out of this, Kathy, and you're not going to do that with me. No. You said some really terrible things about all of us, and your sister included. And then it was like, I don't know, man. She's like, like, you know, Kathy, I'm not going to say this. I don't want to say this, but I think I'm going to say this. I think you are on a psychotic break. I think you need some help. 
And then you have like the face of Kathy like, like she's trying to uh, process everything that Lisa Rinna is saying. So I know that people are not enjoying Lisa Rinna right now. I definitely feel like her and Erica and I've seen it before weeks past or whatever. People are saying that Erica and Lisa are really playing into this villain role. And yes, I agree. But almost at this point, I don't believe the shit. They're overdoing it like they're not a-list actresses realistically like I don't buy what they're selling (laughs) and I still can't get over this scene where Erica's talking to Diana about Kathy's blow up in Aspen oh if we're gonna talk about Erica's blow-ups we're gonna talk about everybody's oh my gosh I mean that was that to me was a good performance okay everything else that I've seen for next week's season finale I'm not buying it. Like, I can't. (laughs) And with Erica and Lisa saying, no, Kyle, your sister's the one that puts you in this position. Because Kyle's like, you know, you're just making this harder for me. And then they're like, no, that's your sister that put you. So, yeah, it was pretty intense. It will be intense. But also at the same time. I'm excited for the damn show to be over. I don't feel like it gave me really anything. I was more entertained last year whenever Erica was like crazy as fuck, even though she is kind of crazy as fuck this season. I just don't, uh, I didn't enjoy it this season. I have to say I didn't. And I'm upset to say that, but uh, I'm like Lisa Rinna at this point. I don't want to have to say this, but I have to say this. I was a little upset with this season. Now, even though we have the season finale next week, there will probably be three reunion shows, I would assume. So we have at least another month of Beverly Hills. We will see how this uh, pans out. Ooh, but I do have to say, so like looking online this morning on my beautiful, uh, what do you call it? My Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. Saved a couple things that I thought were important to uh, to note. Also, too, if Yin's guys watched last night, the producers asked Crystal, you know, who do you believe, Lisa or Kathy? Is Lisa correct saying that Kathy said all this shit about the women and her sister and all this kind of shit? So Crystal sits there. She gives a little smirk and says, I believe Kathy. Because Kathy's saying, I'm not that type of person. Yes, I said some bad things, but like, I'm not that person. People who've known me for 30 years know that I would never do this kind of shit. But here's my question. Why did Crystal smirk? Why is she smirking? Is it because, one, she doesn't like Rinna and she's just like, no, dude, you're fucking annoying. I'm on Kathy's side because she's like my best friend, whatever. Or is Kathy paying her off? Like, did Kathy really do this? We still don't know what the heck was said. No one's saying it. Lisa is like trying to put on this Oscar performance on like, oh, it was so bad. I can't even say it. it was so bad. But no one is saying it. No one. Lisa's not even telling Kyle, supposedly, because it was so bad. Now, when Lisa goes over to Kyle's house, she wants an apology from Kathy. Well, Kathy kind of says an apology and then she kind of like flips it where, you know, Lisa isn't the greatest person. You know, Lisa, you I find to be mean as well. Oh, and then Lisa's like, no, Kathy, you are not going to flip this on me. This is about you. Oh, my God. I swear to God, it took me back to the scene with Denise when she's sitting there and she's like, oh, you're so angry. Crazy. People want Lisa Rinna off the show. They're annoyed with her. 
There's definitely a lot of Kathy, uh, Kathy huggers out there saying free Kathy and all this kind of shit. Okay, now with me, I don't know where I stand. I really could care less about this whole thing because I didn't enjoy this season. But anyways, another thing that I see on Instagram, this is uh, Instagram handle all about the Real Housewives, which is basically all about TRH. They say justice for Kathy. That's their hashtag. And it shows like a nice little meme. And it says, Rinna and Erica, Kathy's behavior was dark. That's what they say. And then it says, Rinna and Erica all season, which is showing all these photos of them freaking the fuck out. So they're basically saying, bitch, you have like you're one to talk. Like, seriously, I can't with you. So that's kind of what's going on with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was intense as people are kind of talking about it right now. But, you know, give me juicier stories. I need something new because the shit's getting old. Kathy, we just want to know what the fuck you said. And I feel like maybe no one's saying anything because maybe you're threatening them. I a thousand percent could be wrong. And I'm not saying that she is. But... It's weird. I feel like who would do that? Why can't we just know what she's saying? She has a lot of fucking money. She has a lot of power. And there's a reason why we're not knowing why she said this. Now, is what I'm saying uh, true? Probably not. But that's just my own opinion. So I'm not sitting here saying that she's paying people off to not say anything. But now that we're at that particular point, since I'm talking about it, as far as rumors, because I don't want this thing that I'm saying to go out there in the blogs and the press, even though it probably won't, because I don't know how many people would like give a shit with what I have to say. <laughs> but anyways, I saw this. I can't even remember. I should have saved it. But someone put on their Instagram that Teresa from Jersey was leaving Real Housewives of New Jersey. So I was like, what the fuck? And The first thing in my mind, I was like, thank goodness. Like, it's been a while. We need something new. But then also I was like, what the fuck? There will be no Real Housewives of New Jersey without Teresa. Like, everything about that show was centered around her and her family. So I don't know how the show would survive. And I was talking to my mom about it yesterday. And I was like, who do you think would be like the main bitch since Teresa would be gone? And she said, Margaret. And I was like, oh, interesting. I totally forgot about her, which is crazy. I shouldn't have. And then I was like, I was thinking of Dolores. And she's like, yeah, I think Dolores or Margaret. And I was like, yes, that makes sense. But since Margaret is there, I definitely feel like if Teresa left the show, it would be Margaret as the center. Now I look it up online trying to see articles because I saw this posted on someone's Instagram. And that's why, guys, you can't believe all of the Instagram stories that you see and Twitter and all that other shit. Yins guys know what I'm saying. So I look it up. There is nothing, there is nothing saying that she is leaving the show. In fact, the only thing that it says about her leaving the show is that fucking Dancing with the Stars that she's doing. People are thinking that she's leaving the second, the second show. And I don't even know, have, have they done the second episode? I'm not really sure. Apparently, from that whole thought process, though, maybe she sucks. Maybe she sucks at dancing. I'm not keeping up with it. The Dancing with the Stars show kind of fell fell off from my mind many, many moons ago. So I'm not really down with it. But that's what the whole thing about Teresa is. They think that she'll leave Dancing with the Stars, not Jersey. So she is not leaving Jersey in skies. 
So whoever put that up on their Instagram, you lie. You liar. Now, if we move on, it seems like our god Andy Cohen is looking for love. Oh my god, I love that. And we'll talk a little bit about Salt Lake City. But Andy Cohen is looking for love and he wants certain Bravo liberties to set him up. And it was said on Watch What Happens Live. So yes, on Watch What Happens Live, he asked Married to Medicine's Dr. Simone, hey, can you find me a husband? And basically she's like, yeah, let's uh, let's hook you up. And then also he's like, oh, yeah, Miss Lawrence needs to hook me up, too. Did you find me a husband? Find me a husband. So Andy's looking for love and we hope that he finds it, even though in my mind it should be Anderson Cooper. I know that all of us think it should be, but they are the bestest of friends. And shouldn't you be with your bestest friend of all eternity? <sighs> I want them to be together, even though they won't. That's just a thing. So let me see. Let me see what else is going on. Latest news on BravoCon. Let me see. Honestly, I don't feel like so many things are as exciting at the moment as Salt Lake City. So let's just talk about that. Salt Lake City premiere last night. I love how they went back to their first season and they were talking about all the relationships, specifically Lisa and Meredith and how they've been so close and they've known each other for 10 years. And then you have Jen talking about her business and how she makes money, bitches. Whew. And then you have Heather and Whitney. Oh my gosh, we're cousins and we love each other so much. And then obviously we see current 2022 Salt Lake City. You got Jen clearly with her legal shit. And apparently at this time, she hadn't pled guilty yet. She's like, I just don't understand. Like everyone else pled guilty and I'm really just like fighting to save my life and all this kind of stuff. Whatever. We're going to see that play out on the season. Then you have Lisa. Lisa's so like, oh my gosh, why did our relationship end? I just freaked the fuck out once just because I was talking about how Meredith and Seth cheat on each other and he he can never keep a job because they're fucking moving all the time. I did it. That hot mic moment. Do we not remember that? Yes, we do. So we know that they're not friends right now. But then we also see that uh, Whitney and Heather are definitely going to have a tiff with each other. And then Whitney's like, you don't go against your friend, Heather. Are you saying that you're not my friend? And then she's sitting there. She's like, yeah, you're not my friend. Ooh, that's going to be great. And if you see right at the very beginning, you know, when they're holding their fucking snowflake and shit, it's just the five of them. Just the five, right? Remember, they got rid of Jenny and they got rid of Mary, but they didn't even add anyone. Is that smart or is that stupid? I know that there's this one chick. I don't even remember her name, but she was like, on the blogs and shit on the Instagram streets that people were talking about because she kind of put Jen in her place. I wonder if that's kind of like an audition to see if she could be a housewife in the future. Everyone, if we go back to Beverly Hills, was saying that about uh, Cherie, Garcelle's friend, Will Smith's ex-wife. But people are like, Cherie, you were kind of boring as fuck. Like, we thought that you would bring more to the table. So maybe that was her audition. I don't think she's going to be a housewife, but there you go. That's my own opinion. Now, we get back to Salt Lake. We see that all that shit is messed up now. Season one to season three right now. Holy shit. Spiral, spiral, spiral. But I love it. So you got Meredith and Seth talking about the whole Lisa. And I can't believe she would say that about us. And I want to keep my distance from her. 
And then you got Lisa talking to her husband. I just don't understand. Like, I want to sit down with Meredith and I just want to, like, apologize. So I'm going to, like, meet up with Heather and see if I can get any advice from her because she's, like, the closest that I can, like, get to. And then Heather's basically saying that you need to, like, reach out and da-da-da-da-da, all this stuff. But then she's also saying that Meredith should be responsive and be open to what Lisa's doing. And then she kind of like goes to like the Mormon code on like that's how you're supposed to do it. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, Heather, one, you're not a Mormon anymore. But also at the same time, I'm like, uh, Meredith's not Mormon and she doesn't have to do what the fuck you think that she should do. So that was kind of weird when I heard her say that. I was like, that makes no sense. But like, it's good for the show. Cool. And then you have Whitney. This was an interesting moment when Whitney is at her house and her little girl is like writing pros and cons of boys. That's kind of fucking hilarious. And her dad was like, why do you have more pros than cons? And during that time, I looked at my mother because she was watching it with me. Yes. I looked at her and I was like, oh, she's so young. She has all the pros. Whenever she gets to be my age, she'll switch that shit. She'll have more cons than pros. LOL, honey. Yes, be better than the gap. Okay, so back to Whitney. She's got this paper out and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Heather comes over, and I guess what's happening is Whitney is basically telling the Mormon church that she wants her name off of the book or something. Apparently, there's this record book, if you will, where any Mormon has to sign it and you're going to like be in there forever and ever and ever if you're affiliated with the Mormon church, which means this is what she said in her confessional. She's like, even though I'm not an active Mormon anymore, basically, they can still fucking figure out where I am. What am I doing? Like, even if I move out of state, like they will find you. They keep track of you. That's fucking weird and scary. So she has this document that she's going to sign and she wants Heather there for support. That's basically saying, take my name out of the fucking book, out of the record. I don't want to be a part of it at all. Don't keep track of me. Don't follow me and all this kind of shit. So she wanted that support. Heather was down with it. Now, Heather was talking about how, you know, she already has kind of a, a tethered, broken relationship with her family, her mother. And I think her father passed away. I'm pretty sure. Right. I think I think he did. But she's even talking about him. She's like, I already have a broken uh, heart from my family not wanting to be affiliated with me. And I feel like if I were to do this, then it would be the worst. And then I would never, ever, ever, ever hear from them. And she's like, I'm just not ready to do that. So clearly it seems like she may have had those thoughts in the past, but she's not ready to do what Whitney is doing. So now let's go to Sharif and Jen. Let me tell you, Sharif is such a good soul. He is so fucking in love with Jen. I mean, seriously, he is a fucking great guy. A lot of guys, I would assume, once they found out about Jen, if they were married to her, they probably would split and be like, you know what, bitch, this is your problem. Bye. But Sharif doesn't do that. He sticks by her side. He is a good motherfucker. And I love him. Like, I'd marry him. Hello. What? Right? So Jen wants to throw this 51st birthday for Sharif. And he's like, you know what? I appreciate it. I definitely don't want some fucking drama like there's been in the past and da 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 So Jen is reaching out to her friend who has a big ass house because she had to super downsize, even though I think it's a super duper cute house. 
So she reached out to her friend. Her friend was the one that uh, planned the whole thing. And I do have to say, Jen Shaw, maybe you should have your girlfriends plan parties for you and you just show up because it looked fun. It didn't seem as problematic as your parties have been in the past. And I think it was just a good fucking time. The Harlem Nights, like, bring it, baby. Like, I wish I was there. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And of course, Heather thought it was a good idea for Lisa to go to Meredith, even though Lisa was like, I don't think I'm going to do it tonight. It's like not a good time. I want everyone to enjoy themselves. But of course, she says that. But then the fucking bitch doesn't even listen to what she said. She goes up to fucking Meredith to give her a hug. And she's like, at some point, I want to talk. And then she and then Meredith was like, and yes, I we can talk at some point. And then, of course, she's got to go to Seth. I'm so sorry, Seth. Like, oh, my gosh. And then he's like, well, you said some really hurtful things about me and my family and about me like I'm a cheat. Yes, I shouldn't have done that. It was literally in the moment. And I don't think that about you. Like, seriously, uh, some high school shit. But I loved it. It was great. I'm excited for the season. I think it'll be wonderful. I am looking forward to the whole how did Whitney and Heather get off track where they kind of like are going at it. I want to know what that's about. I'm curious and I'm excited. I think it's interesting right now that Meredith and Jen are close because we saw that Heather met up with Lisa at the very beginning and then Jen met up with Meredith at the very beginning, which as of last season, you would have thought that would have been fucking crazy, right? Because Lisa never really liked Heather and they've always had their like thing. And then obviously uh, Meredith and Jen had their thing last year. So starting off interesting. I'm kind of loving it. I'm not kind of loving it. I'm loving it. I think it'll be a great season. We got to see what's going on. We're going to see how Jen's case is going to happen because at this point it was in March or something. But I also think, didn't it get pushed back or whatever? Anyways, it's good shit. I'm excited. Salt Lake City, yes. We got the season finale of uh, Southern Charm, which, by the way, I felt like that season was pretty short. Wouldn't you think? I mean, I know like Whitney and Naomi were like a thing and she has a different boyfriend now. Like he's really hot. Pretty sure that Whitney and Naomi were never boyfriend and girlfriend officially, but whatever. But I feel like the season was really short. Uh, I wonder why. Is it because maybe they're just not getting good viewers? I I I don't know. I like old school Southern charm. I've already discussed that in the past. So old school Southern charm, come back. But anyways, Akuna Matata, right? Got to put the past behind you. I'm curious to see tonight why the fuck Olivia walks out of Craig's party and is flipping the bird to Madison because she's not flipping it to anyone else. So also surprised that Craig would even invite Madison whenever he's best friends with Austin. Like Craig, what the fuck? I don't understand their friendship. They're like broskies, husbandies, frenemies. They're like everything at once. I can't put my finger on it, but it's exhausting sometimes, but it's great to watch. But I'm confused as to why he invited her. But also, it seems from the little trailer sneak peek, right, from last week's episode, it seems as if Craig gets pissed off. I also feel like he's drunk as fuck whenever this happens. And he's like, you came here and you made it all about you. I'm going to ask you to leave. It seems as if he kicks out Leva. And I want to know why. Because why the fuck? What? I don't understand it. And if it's because like she may have 
she may be talking about his business or whatever, I would say, Craig, shut the fuck up and listen. This bitch and her husband, I love her, by the way. I don't think she's like a bitch bitch. But she and her husband have a shit ton of restaurants in the city that you're living in. You could take notes from what they do. I mean, you just got up and started. You're sewing down south. Cool, cool, cool. You're doing really well. But they've been in business for years and years and years. So if she's offering you shit as far as business advice, shut the fuck up and listen. That's what I'm thinking could potentially be going on tonight, but I'm not really sure. I just know that I'm looking forward. I wonder how real girlfriends of Paris in Paris are doing. Do Yin's guys like the show? Again, I haven't kept up to date with it. Uh, whatever. I think Married to Medicine will be starting soon. Unless it's playing right now. I'm not really sure. I don't keep up to date with Married to Medicine. It's not really uh, my show because like the whole medical thing. And I know it's not just it's not really about that. But like, I don't know. When people talk about medical shit, it kind of freaks me the fuck out. But yes, Yin's Guys, another episode in the books. I can't wait for my shows to come back for real only because I'm ready to get back to my fucking segments. The what the bravo, the fucking main event, the dueling divas, the quote of the week, honey. Do we remember that? The quote of the week. Yes, I am ready for that. And it's going to be fucking awesome because when Potomac starts, that is going to be quote after quote after quote. And I know it's going to be from Candace. It's going to be from Kurt. It's going to be from Giselle. And uh, who else? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Ashley. Duh. Yes. I feel like Robin may have a few that could be good. Mia too, maybe. But uh, am I missing anyone? Robin. Oh, yeah. Dr. Wendy. I don't think she'll really have good quotes. Uh, I don't think she has in the past. She's just, you know, she's just sort of there. I don't think she brings a shit ton to the show, to be honest. I mean, she's a doctor. So like that's a that's a new thing that we haven't seen in the uh, the housewives world. So you know, hopefully, Wendy, you can give us something, uh, but you are definitely not the most interesting person on the show. So, Yin's Guys, thank you so much for listening. Woohoo! And uh, I appreciate Yin's Guys' ears as usual. Please follow me on the Instagram, yes, at Bravo Yinzer. Follow us at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Network. And Yin's Guys, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. I can't believe we're basically in October. Holy shit. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. If any of Yin's guys are into Hocus Pocus tomorrow, if Yin's have Disney Plus, look that shit up because Hocus Pocus 2 will be streaming and I will be fucking, my ass will be on my couch. My popcorn will be in my face. I will be chewing it. Yes. And I am looking forward to the Sanderson Sisters book. I fucking love that movie. I definitely know that the second movie is not going to be as good because you can't replace the original. But I'm excited because all the main bitches are back. Yes. We'll see uh, the kind of work that they've had done to their faces, if any. I'm pretty sure Bette Midler has. So looking forward. So come little children, I'll take thee away. Yins guys, have a wonderful weekend and I will catch Yins next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.